This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always gone. Rebel Scum. James. Wow. Last Sunday, we were one of the chosen few to be part of Star Wars Podcast Day. And thank you to everyone who may have watched. Thank you to the people that involved us. That was great. I got to give a, a shout out. Can I, cut, can I cut you off for a second? Yep. Sorry, sorry, I cut you off. But I got to give a shout out to Din from F105 mm. who threw us nice. in that direction. So, nice. sorry. Thanks so I got to cut you off to give a shout out to Din. Continue now, Brock. The floor no, is it. yours. The floor is that was yours. it. I'm done. <laughs> That's it. I, I want no part of nothing no more. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Rebel Scum Podcast episode 202. 202, I'm Brock. This Jeez. is. And uh, we do Star Wars here. Okay, bye. This was a great show. It was a lot of fun talking Star Wars with you once again, Brock, for the 202nd time. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. We have, you know, we're going to do this right now. I think we should start doing this from now on, but we should let everybody know what's going to be coming up on the show. We're going to start off with some opening banter. Hi, I'm Brooke. I'm James. Oh my God, Star Wars. Yeah, I like Star Wars too. Oh, do you think it's going to be? And we're going to do that. Then we're going to do a segment called Never Tell Me the Odds. Right, Brock? Yeah. Yep. And then uh, we're going to do the news where you're going to run down what happened in the world of Star Wars over the past Usually a week, but now it's the last like 24 hours basically. So I've been a couple <laughs> days since the last one. And then we're going to do a thing called Top Five where we pick a topic and we give our top five that we about that topic. Um, so that's the show. Yeah. 202 of these bad boys. Two. Woo, woo, woo. And two. Do you like Star Wars? Sometimes. Yeah. Did you watch the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl? Yes, I did. <laughs> that's what we used to call it in the uh, in the 80s the super bore that's what we referred yeah, to it as yeah, yeah. we were clever yeah. clever children back then did you watch it yeah it did was pretty s- uh uneventful but i feel for patrick mahomes even though i'm not a sports fan i'm like yeah it's like <laughs> the rest of his team let him down <laughs> it's like yeah man he only makes 500 million dollars yeah 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 well, yeah, <laughs> it's not, look. Still, it sucks losing. I, I, they did win the the Super Bowl last year, right? Or at least yeah, they went to it. They did, but so. I, but you know what? Tom Brady, the goat, whatever. I don't care about any of that. I care yeah. the good people of Tampa, Tampa <laughs> Bay. Those people they they've been hurting lately. They haven't had an NHL championship. Oh wait, <laughs> they literally. Tom Brady went there and he turned the worst team. I mean, I like the Jets, so whatever. But Tampa was yeah. pretty pathetic. And he turned them into a championship team. So, for those of you that live in Tampa yeah. or you know live in Florida and used to like like the Jaguars, congratulations on the uh, 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Miami Dolphins fans who converted to to that as well. Congratulations. Yeah, Tampa's had uh, a lot of winners or at least <laughs> people the, go to finals, even yeah, baseball. Like, like the whoa. Rays are the Rays are like what the Jays yeah. always pretend to be. <laughs> yep. Right? Like I mean for like 10 years the Jays changed their logo to the Rays basically. They, yeah. Like, the, but the Rays are like we're not going to spend any money but we're going to be good. Mm-hmm. It was like sure and then they're yeah, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, so exciting, exciting times. Um, I guess. What's new in Star Wars? Nothing's new what's in happened? Star Wars that much. But uh, did you hear cool, cool, cool. the rumor? We talked about this a few weeks ago. From what I've gathered, uh, Dave Filoni is fixing the sequel trilogy uh, <laughs> by using uh, the Ahsoka show and the yeah. world between worlds. This is what is taking... Mm. Uh, the internet by storm. Kathleen Kennedy, right before she got fired, came out and said that they were going to use the world between worlds to remove uh, the sequel trilogy. However, Brock, all that is nonsense because mm. it's all nonsense. But I, I, I there is, I, I want to know what your opinion of this is for real. Is you talked about I think last week or two weeks ago on um, Hollow News those. And they look slick. Those fiftieth Lucasfilm fiftieth anniversary black series. How they have like the yeah. the, the Phantom Menace ones are in that. They're, yeah. they're, you know, and they're releasing like the bad batches being released, all these are being released. But people are taking note that nothing from the sequel trilogy has been <laughs> announced in that 50th anniversary thing. And look, I'm not taking that as they are forgetting about the sequel trilogy, I'm not at all because I'm not a freaking moron. But, but what do you make out of, out of you know, you won't be getting, I mean, they just released a Dark Ray, but you won't be getting any like Ben Solos or things like that in Black Series for the 50th anniversary. Yeah, but, like, I mean, those are all, like, Black Series, and, like, the logic by what they released for Black Series never has really made any sense. Like, there, <laughs> in the last, what, <laughs> so year or so, there has, there has been, like, a theme, right? Yeah. Like, there was, like, here's a Rebels line, here's a Return of the Jedi line, and, I like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because, like, that one, the release was... Phantom Menace, six inch, then uh, Return of the Jedi, three inch, and then a whole bunch of like last season of Clone Wars since there's like yeah. a Bo Katan and a Darth Maul. Is Bo Katan from Ahsoka. Clone Wars or from Mandalorian? I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay, it, no, I'm just, I, mean, I don't know either. I'm just asking. I think it, it is supposed to since it's also Bad Batch sort of along with that. Oh. So. That's the connecting thing with all those characters, I suppose. But, like, uh, no. And, and, like, I think Funko is about to release a line of Rise of, I don't know. I think they're all Rise of Skywalker ones. Like, there's a good Ben Solo and a, and Ray yeah. with the two lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, it's not like they're not making stuff. It's, a, it, like, it's, it is, like, you're not wrong. And it's, like, hmm. But I like it's hard to make a judgment call because I, I kind of don't care about mm-hmm. those action figures, I, right? No, I, I agree. I, see, I I don't really. I get a few black series. You can't see above me. There's a bunch, but but, yeah. but the, the, I I think part of it is they just released um, Dark Ray. They just released right, some yeah. other ones, and. The sequel trilogy is still very new, right? And I know they come out with prequels and they come out with this and that, but the sequel trilogy is 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 
five years old going on six years old the prequel mm. trilogy is now over 20 years old right yeah it's 20 years old the original trilogy is over 40 years old so they have some history there that that you know i think is a little bit more meaningful than the sequel trilogy not to take away from those movies but i think you know when you're pulling if you know if you're celebrating 50 years you're going to celebrate well here's something that we did 50 years ago here's something we did um you know 20 years ago and you know like what we did six months ago like i don't know there's no grogu in there either so i, I yeah, yeah you know i i, I think it so I never really thought it. I just saw people talking about that and complaining about it. But uh, you did mention those the the Funko stuff. Um, I haven't pre-ordered any. I, I kind of I will probably get the Ben and Ray if I can mm. pick them up because off camera is my wall of Raylo that I have. Mm. Um, I call it that. <laughs> I, I I um I mean I have a lot of of, of Ray and Kylo Ren stuff and I, I like them both. They're fine characters. They were fun. Um. So I'll probably get those just to complete my arc, and then when I have an actual studio bracket, we'll have a complete wall over it. Whether or not it'll ever show up yeah. on the screen, I don't know, but I'm going to have a complete wall. Also, my Praetorian Guards will also have a, a spot as well, uh, which is going to be a lot of a lot of fun. Are you have? I mean, the pandemic's been going on for we're almost at the year now, Mark. We kind of had yeah. a little reprieve in the summer here in, in the Great White, but um, I haven't gotten. I don't think I've gotten a Funko. Well, my friend picked me up some. Steve, he picked me up a couple mm. from EV Games when they were like $5 or less. But I don't think yeah. I've bought in a new Funko since before the pandemic. What about you? Have you gotten any Funko Pops? Uh, a few because it's like you can just curbside pick up anything, right? Um, yeah. Or have it delivered. But, but yeah, I've, I'm, I've eased back on it. Yeah. It's funny, though, how like, yes, curbside is a thing. But, but I, I'm just not going to curbside pick up a Funko It's weird. Um, my mentality. <laughs> yeah, How, no, I, I, we did did it once though before the pandemic. Yeah. There's the Anakin Skywalker from the Clone Wars that I really wanted, yeah. and, <laughs> and there's only like two or three available in Ontario at EB Games, and uh, I found one and it was right near where Aaron was working one day, <laughs> and I made her go pick it up, and she did it. And so I have, I have, uh, I love Anakin. So I, you got me the the. The pod racing Anakin. I got the yeah. the blonde haired Anakin, and then uh, Rob got me the Darth Vader Anakin when he's Revenge of the Sith Anakin. I guess they call him, but he's technically right. Vader at that point. And then Aaron picked that one up for me. And so the, I'll have yeah. a wall of Anakin as well. <laughs> Maybe I should just have a wall of Star Wars. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> what a thought! <laughs> what an amazing thought! Um, uh, we got to talk about uh, Daisy Ridley's. Did she have just recent comments? Did you hear those comments? Yeah, it's or, in the news. <laughs> okay, we won't we won't have to talk about it that much. But do you suspect we'll see Ben Solo return to Star Wars in some capacity? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ruin. I'm not going to take away from your news. So let's yeah, just change. Yeah. No, but but here's the thing. A lot there's a lot of people uh, that love Ben Solo. Some of them are watching and listening mm-hmm. right now. So you know they're they're not. And my thing is, and I said this, I said this in the live chat last week, is I, I don't think there was ever a, a scenario in J.J. Abrams' mind, beginning with The Force Awakens, where that character survived. I don't believe to J.J. Mm. Abrams, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, whatever you want to call him, was ever going to make it out of this trilogy alive. Maybe Ryan Johnson felt differently. Maybe Colin Trevorrow would have felt differently. I don't think so. I think he still died in that script. But it doesn't, 
I that's how I feel. The thing, yeah. but 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 what I want to bring to this conversation and what I think a lot of people that love Ben Solo are trying to figure out is what happened to him. He just disappeared. There's no Force Ghost, and for I thought there was closure because it was him being reunited with Leia. But then you have that final moment with Luke and Leia at the end. And it's like, well, okay, but they like the, the confusing part is they force skyped each other, so the connection between yeah. Ray and and Ben would have been astronomical. They're a dyad mm. in the Force. Would his Force Ghost not have shown up? <sighs> Who knows? Like, <laughs> my first reaction to your question is like. My gut instinct to say is like, no, the story is done. Let it be done. Like, perhaps we'll see the past of Ben Solo at some point in a book or a comic or maybe a cartoon. But like, future Ben Solo is, it's not an option. Like, I I don't think they want to go back to that. And I don't blame them. But if it happened, I wouldn't be mad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm just, that's, that's just my feedback on it um i don't know when it comes down to like the logic of what happens in rise of skywalker i think you you, you're just chasing your tail all day you know what i mean because it's just sort of like it makes sense in the movie and i think that's where you gotta let it go because it's like yeah he falls into a chasm i'm sure he can catch himself whatever he has the force he can do anything and then yeah i mean I, I still hold that him joining the force and like right at the same time as Leia, like that's, that's a great ending. The end. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you on that one for sure. Perhaps the reason why at the end of, and again, I like the ending with Ray on Tatooine. That's really, really cool. But like, I get what you're saying. It's sort of like, well, why don't you see, Ben after they have this moment but like she's burying the Leia and Luke's lightsabers so like maybe that's the reason why they're mm-hmm. the only ones there I don't know I mean well, we don't know enough about force ghosts really right yeah I, I mean, mean th- does Luke just live on Octo and like that's it he's just there for eternity being like yeah I'm blue like when you will like see this is what I mean by like you don't want to chase your tail on it because mm-hmm. you're just not going to be happy because like then like really the true ending should have been <laughs> Luke, Leia, Han, Ben, and then and then uh and some form of Anakin standing there. Like this is the close of the Skywalker family, right? Even though she does call herself Ray Skywalker. But then like if all five of them are there, you're like, oh beautiful, like it's the end of they are all to they reunited that's like i don't know i don't know if you would say the sequel movies that that's the point but like they're the people that we wanted to see happy again sort of i don't i don't know see like this is what i mean it's just like uh, i don't know i i guess my point is like trying to take what you've seen in rise of skywalker and deciphering it into like what could happen later? Like I, I don't know. I, I think it's not I, I'm worth gonna, the trouble. But I, I hear what you're saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold on what I'm gonna say. Yeah. And if you watch if you watch J.J. Abrams movies, and and I've you know I've always had this thing where J.J. Abrams is anyway whatever. But 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 the, I think you have to take everything at face value with a J.J. Abrams movie. I don't think there's any underlying anything to what he's he's putting it all out there. This is it. What you see is what you get. 
Whereas there might be a little extra nuances with the Ryan Johnson film and whatnot. But J.J. Abrams is just like, this is the story. This is what's happening. Accept it or don't. But that's what happened. There's no underlying tone of this. I'm not hi- He hides things. But what he hides is things that he doesn't have answers to. So it's useless hiding. But like that's how I always took it was what happens in those movies, those two movies that he made, that's the end of it. Like there's no more to those sto- like yeah. to what he's doing. At all, and like, and that's what always bothered me about the information that we weren't getting. It's because it always felt flat to me that we weren't being told information because they didn't have that information. And I still feel that whenever I watch all three of those movies, I still feel like I'm like, you're not giving us this because you don't have an answer for it. So why even propose that? Why pose that question on us if you don't? If if there's no answer to it, you can't. You can't. That, that was always my thing, but but I don't think you should overthink the rise of Skywalker or the Force Awakens at all. And and because you can't overthink the rise of Skywalker, you can no longer overthink the Last Jedi either. Because when you that'll lead you down this whole other rabbit hole, and uh, you don't want to do that. And and I think you know whatever you whatever you want these movies to be is what they are. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And like that's kind of fun. Like yes. I mean, I what I say is. What I've what I've just shared, it's sort of like you know, someone who be listening get really mad at what I said, and that's valid. But like, I do enjoy the fact that people are like, "Oh, isn't it cool?" I mean, Baloney <laughs> does something like that like every couple of months, and then people are like, "Wow, he's a genius!" Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, I I really I, I want to go to the 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 MCU multiverse or the DC whatever that thing's called. And I want to hear what people say about, about George Lucas's sequels <laughs> in whatever universe he made those. <laughs> uh, because I look, I was old. I was uh, 18, 19, 20 to 20, uh, three, 24. When the prequels came out, like I was 18 to 24, whatever the hell uh, mm-hmm. in that frame. I, I, and I remember, I, I've said this story in here before, I remember being so excited for The Phantom Menace. And, yeah. you know, I heard all the Jar Jar Binks, and he's like, my son my son named Jar Jar Binks. And there was all this thing, and I was so excited for this movie, and the trailers were like, remember that trailer that you downloaded for seven hours on QuickTime? It was the greatest. <laughs> and I remember sitting in my, my computer class, because those, those were a thing back then, and we're learning how to browse the interwebs, and I'm on this thing yep. browsing it. Yep. And uh, I was on some website. It might have been CBC or something like that. And it was the news. And I was like, oh, I got to read about the, the Star Wars movie that came out today or coming out tomorrow or whatever. And people were there. And they were all complaining about Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Nothing about the movie. Just how much they didn't like Jar Jar Binks. And the end battle was kind of cool. That I vividly remember those. And um, that's what I read, like, this entire class. And then I saw the movie. And I was like, I don't know why people are complaining about Jar Jar Binks. I was like, he's awesome. I love Jar Jar. I, and that was how I felt that I got into to college. People were like, no, Jar Jar sucks. And I was like, oh, are we watching a different movie with Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> and uh, and then I went on, on the, this website called TheForce.net and got obsessed with that. And I knew everything about Attack of the Clones. But I was around for the prequel yeah. era as an adult. And I could tell you the hatred that those movies got. It, it, it's a, it's different than the sequel trilogy in that there was no YouTube back then and no Twitter. But in those chat forums on the Force.net, things could, would get heated in there quite often and people would complain about things. And this is George Lucas, the guy who created this stuff. 
He mm. created it. So you kind of feel like, well, whatever he says goes. And the minute he, he sold that, it's like, well, whatever these people say, say goes. And and I, I wrote a joke title to you today. Maybe we'll use the title. It was uh, How Disney Ruins Star Wars. <laughs> and the answer was they just made movies. <laughs> they made Star Wars movies. Because as long as there are Star Wars movies, people are going to hate them. You bring up a good yeah. point, though. At some point, you and I are going to dislike something Star Wars, most likely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not even worried about that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of like, like, I just, I'm just happy to watch something about Star Wars. But mm-hmm. maybe, maybe my view is like conflicted because we have a podcast about star wars so it's like when there's new content we're like ooh, new things to talk about um so i don't know i mean there's a there's a smorgasbord of (laughs) star wars shows coming our way good chance that we don't one of us doesn't like something in it right like uh yeah i mean i would say i would argue you and i watch a lot of the same movies and generally about like it's you always not always like we do have a general same interest but like there are times where like i don't think we have conflicting thoughts on movies i think it's just like oh i liked this and then you like that right like it's i think it, i think wonder how it is. i think wonder woman 2 is a perfect example of a movie that i think we yeah. both have the exact same thoughts on but I'm yeah. more forgiving on the thoughts than you are. Yeah. And I think WandaVision yeah. is another example where we're basically the same and you're more forgiving on it than I am. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like, I like the show, but I feel like it could be a little bit more like this. And you, like, I think, I think, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And, but look, I, I one day we're going to come on here and I'm going to be like, Oof, man, that episode yeah. of Mando sucked. I yeah. was waiting for it in season two. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, that second episode with the frog lady, I was like, man, they're going down a path. I'm not sure about this one. <laughs> and then and it's like, and then it almost, I honestly, I feel like they were in the writer's room. Like, we're going to, we're going to put frog lady in the episode. People are going to be like, yeah. what am I watching? And then we're going to rip the bandaid off and everyone's going to like explode. Broken, like, you know, we're going to give them what yeah. they want. And, and, and that, and, and, you know, speaking of WandaVision, that's my thing with WandaVision is I feel like they haven't fully committed to what they are yet, but I'm way yeah. I'm I'm I know it's there and I'm confident they're gonna get there and I'm intrigued by what they're showing, so I'm just gonna follow it. But I feel like I don't like giving that opinion too often to people because I get yelled at when I say I was underwhelmed by an episode of WandaVision because people are like, ah what? Why am I what? How cared you? It is wild that it's just like we went through a what almost a decade of watching things whenever we wanted, right? And now Disney Plus and Netflix are reintroducing the idea of like the water cooler, yeah, whatever. Even though no one's near a water cooler because you know, <laughs> yeah, COVID. I love weekly like, shows, yeah. man. I love watching these things once a week. Love them. Like Mandalorian does it really, really well. One division, like I said since the beginning, it's like. Could yeah. just watch this all at once. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, I, and I and I hate binging, but I I think I agree with you on that. I think this is a, a yeah. you sit down, and you watch this in full. But I'm all for episodic. You know, it's just like it's something exciting. I mean, like you can say whatever you want about one division. It's like aside from like the last episode, they're all under thirty minutes. <laughs> I look, I you know how I feel about the time. I'm, <laughs> I'm all like, in. 
I never got to try it out, but I'm almost to the point. It's like, is this what it's like to watch Quibi? Like, where it's like 15 minute, like little things. Like, as if you can engage enough in 15 minutes, like I don't think anybody likes Quibi. A, no, but <laughs> I mean, it released when nobody could actually commute anymore. Yes, so. you know, you know, my, I don't know. I've always said this about everything. And I say that the Rise of Skywalker, everyone's like, it needs to be seven hours and two movies. And I'm like, you change yeah. the crawl and you could cut 10 minutes out of that movie. And I am maintaining my stance on that. And everybody could disagree with me, but I'm telling you, you change the words in that crawl, you could cut 10 minutes, no problem out of that movie. And it flows perfectly. But I mean... <laughs> It, the movie's still going to be the same movie. Even if it was two movies. The, 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 this is the thing when people complain about that movie being too short. If you put it into two movies, it's still the same premise and plot. Like, not, it's it's just, yeah. you're getting it from two movies. And I think, it, I, I don't think you could, spl- you can't split movies. I mean, even the Avengers were, remember it was like uh, Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. They're like, no, it's not Part 1 and Part 2. And, because that doesn't sell anymore. You can't do that. Star Wars yeah. was in a unique spot where they can call a things episode whatever, whatever, whatever. And now they're going to stop that. But yeah. I think I don't think that hurts Star Wars. I think people like that about Star Wars. It's part of the intrigue of it. It's part of what people like about it. Um, but look, when 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 the MCU is like, no, 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 we're not a part one and part two. You know that part one and part two is the kryptonite of movies. <laughs> It's like, you know, they did it with, it was, it was um, Harry Potter the first one to do it? I think so. Hunger Games did it, Harry Potter did it, and then the yeah. Divergent movie was like, well, we tried. And yeah. then, oh, they and uh, Twilight did it too. Yeah, Twilight. So I think, you know, they, whatever, you can't, if you, if you have to split a movie up into two, unless you're making Kill Bill, maybe you should rethink what you're writing. Could, could you... I mean, it probably will happen at some point, but it's like, could you imagine a saga film not being part of a trilogy? Like, that would be bizarre. Like, I'm not saying it has to abide by that rule, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't know. Like, I, To be completely honest with you, I thought that's what they should have done. Um, when they were like, we're doing 7, 8, 9, fine. But I also, I've, I said this, I think, last week. I just think they should have just started from scratch scratch yeah. and we said we talked about it, and used the characters we know as yeah. you know just people in the story that you need to talk to to understand what yeah. the hell is going on like yeah I, th- I don't i think lucas made three then he made three more but he also started with episode four finished with six went back and he couldn't make one two three four yeah he could only make one two and three they i don't know there's I just think that the Disney thing, and no, and you know, and I, not that I would have been any better, or you would have been any better, or anybody else would have, but I just think they didn't fully understand what Star Wars was those first few years when they had it, and they were like, no, it's only three, we can only do three, and it's like, and now I think maybe looking back, they'd be like, you know, we probably could have just done. I mean, because Ray is so loved too, you know. What I mean, like Ray. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle, like they could have just, I, I mean, maybe they didn't know what they had on their hands with Ray when yeah. the thing was first pitched. But I, I think they could have. I think looking back, they wouldn't have been like the Star Wars saga ends. It's seven eight. Nine. I think they would have just been like, we're not going to mention Skywalker saga. We're just going to keep going. I think they would keep going. To be honest, a billion dollars at the box office. How do you not keep going? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, 
You know what the sequel movies are like? They're like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> like, in the, in the not, sense of that, not actually like, being sick. Like, like. No, no. What you said uh, about, like, they didn't know what they had when Disney first bought it. I think the issue is similar to COVID, especially, like, in the summer, where it's like, or even the beginning of this, where it's just like, we don't know what exactly the future looks like or what how to handle this new thing we have to deal with. But what's definitely certain is nobody wants to be the first person to make the call, right? Like, it's like, I know J.J. Abrams, like, walked proudly to direct that Star Wars movie, but, like, that's J.J. Abrams. Like, he made a Star Wars movie, and that's that. And I think it was a pretty decent movie. But, like, what what is hurting Star Wars is, like, what was the point of the sequels, right? It was just sort of like, aside from making money, but that's what all movies are for, but like, what was the point? Like, why why did we focus on this group of characters and this group of characters, and then why didn't there wasn't... I don't feel like there was character growth. You know, I think Ray and Kylo are a good storyline, but it's just like, it's not Luke and Vader. It's not, mm-hmm. you know... I don't know who else. The Anakin and Obi Wan. There's just there. You don't feel it, right? So I don't know. Well, I think I think honestly, it comes down to the the weird thing about Star Wars is, mm-hmm. like you said, it's always about making money. But the original six Star Wars movies almost weren't about making money. It was just about George yeah. Lucas being like, I want to tell these stories. I'm going to make money on toys, and I'm going to do what I want in these movies, yeah. and. Now it's about, well, these movies have to make a billion dollars. These movies have to make the money. And the, yeah, the thing is, yeah. they were they they were always going to. Solo yeah. aside, there was no way there was no way The Force Awakens wasn't going to make a billion. It made two. It made two billion. It's the second highest of all time worldwide. Highest domestically. Okay? Yeah. But there was no way it wasn't going to be a massive hit. At all. But but what changed was, I I you know it was it money driven because there was no one ever asked what the purpose of those movies were. Why does Snoke exist? Uh, Emperor didn't need a reason. <laughs> that doesn't work because there's a history. No 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 yeah, no it works. Okay, why does Ray exist? because uh, uh, we needed a <laughs> protagonist. Okay. Why did Kylo Ren turn? Because eh, Luke was going to maybe, I don't know. Okay, why is Luke on Agto? Eh, searching for a Jedi Temple. Why? Eh, it doesn't matter. Like, there was <laughs> there was no reason for anything. It's just like, yeah, the yeah. plot needs Luke to be hidden so that the heroes have someone to search yeah. for. Okay. But then no one, like, the, the disconnect between Force Awakens and The Last Jedi when it's like, we need Luke. Luke's our only chance. Okay, Leia, your brother... And then she, and then you go to Luke and Luke's like, "Well, f them, I'm done. Like I screwed up enough." You're like, "Okay, that's fine, but don't make the first movie that." Like, there's the, the, this. It's just like that's what's. I think that's the most frustrating thing about Luke and the Last Jedi for me now that I'm having this therapy session. Is your microphone's upside down? I got so excited. You turn yours off and you get excited. I flip mine. I flip mine. I think that's what's most disappointing for me now that we're having this therapy session, like I said, with Luke Skywalker is the first, The Force Awakens is all this promise of Luke and he's this and that. And then when you get to him, he's not that. And the issue isn't that he's not that. It's that every single 
freaking character in The Force Awakens, including his sister, who could com- connect with him via the Force, has faith in him. And it's like, did he just let Leia down? Because there was like, I don't know, those first three movies, the, he would never have let Leia down. Like her son. He that And it's like, I just, I wish what happened was they were like, J.J. Abrams doing seven, Ryan Johnson's doing nine, Conjure is doing ten, or nine, no, whatever the hell the numbers are. I can't do math. I wish before they started rolling anything on it, they all just were like, you guys go sit in that quiet room over there and have a conversation. Here's some whiskey, yeah. open it up, yeah. and talk. And I yeah. think yeah. I think that would have sorted it all out because I think when you like, – like I said, I, when I – like Luke – the only thing about Luke when I watch the movie that I'm a little disappointed in is that I feel it's predictable and obvious, the choice that was made. But other, like I didn't care that Luke was miserable. But when you think about it, all the promise leading up to him in that first movie and then it's like uh, thrown away and it's like, okay, it could work. Except it's that the Leia fact. There's something in my mind right now. But I haven't thought about that. I never I haven't put any thought in this, Brock. But it's the connection with Leia that's kind of leaving a sour taste on it at the moment. Does that make sense? Because they meet at the end of the Last Jedi, and you're like, oh yeah. But like, I don't know. I just feel like something's flat with that relationship. I think, I think the problem is you don't know what has happened right and i think that's why at the end of like last jedi i'm like oh interesting like like first like the big bad is killed in the second one so snoke is dead and i'm sure we could go back to those episodes right after that like the weeks leading after the release of last jedi and how many times we said like the next movie is gonna be uh Ray, uh, Raylo, uh, Kylo, Kylo being like head of the first order, and I guess you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. technically he is, but he really isn't. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, there's like, well, there's another, there's a Sith Empire, yeah. Sith squadron, or whatever, and then Emperor shows up. The third movie really should have been about Kylo is now in charge. He can now. finish what vader started (laughs) i guess okay well i guess that's a good point in a sense like that's what he says in force awakens and then at the end he's somewhat part of the end of the emperor i i I don't know but like okay i have never thought of it that way so that's kind of interesting but anyways forget that take the emperor out of that movie kylo is the big bet at some point he will become good again like vader because these movies are just replications, but like then you could have spent that movie explaining how the Skywalker solo family fell apart. Because I think if you could tell a story that makes sense working with all these other characters, then perhaps we could have like, Oh yeah, that was good. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, like you're right. It's sort of like, why are Leia and Luke apart? You know, like why can they not connect? I mean, we, I mean, Luke does, disconnect himself from the force but But i just feel like his connection with leia is so strong and there's like it's just that is thinking on it now like that is yeah like here's the problem with what you said jj abrams is like popcorn and ryan johnson is like i need the deep 
dark chemistry between <laughs> Kylo and Ray. And don't worry about the other character, but Kylo and Ray. And then JJ Abrams comes back. He's like popcorn. And what yeah. you said about the Skywalkers and Solos is there's no there's no popcorn eating in that. You don't eat pop. That's not popcorn at all. And yeah, I that. <laughs> I, I never really thought of it, but I think part of the disappointing stuff with, with how those two movies, I guess I'll throw it, but the, the first two, one, seven and eight kind of connect is just Leia and Luke, right at the end of, like, Empire Strikes Back, one of the great moments that was on my top is just when Luke is hanging there on Bespin, and he calls out for Leia, like, and Leia can feel him with the Force. And at that point in time, they're not brother and sister. They've always had this very almost dyad like connection with each other though you know what i mean like they are together i'm just saying dyad because of the movie but like their force their connection with each other is very yeah. strong that yeah. she can sense him in peril on bespin yeah. and she's like go back to get like yeah. like it's always been like that and then all and then and then she is so convinced that he is there like she is convinced that he is the is what they need yeah and and that's not even putting in the fact that Snoke is like if Luke Skywalker comes back, the Jedi come back, and we're all screwed. There's we never learn why. Yeah, yeah. Like why you like Snoke is taken out like a little bitch. And it's like, well, what do you care about the Jedi if one person who's not even a full Jedi yet could just slaughter you? Well, I guess Kylo does. Kylo, yeah, because yeah, he goes. But like you know what? When you think about it, like when you talk, think about the original trilogies and the breakdown of the relationships between these characters, they're not that much more developed than the characters in the sequels. And now I know everyone's like, what? No, I don't know that. I wouldn't disagree with you at all. Keep in mind, keep in mind though, we spent 40 years thinking about those three original movies. Like it's, and like you think about it and you're like, Oh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, but like, let's not forget. Luke and Leia, like Luke or Leia uses like kisses Luke to make Han yeah. look bad or uh, make yeah. him feel bad. But still, it's just like there is a connection. There isn't. You know what I mean? It's like it's there and I buy it, you know, of like we have to go save people because and there's a connection in a sense that like because of them being pulled into this story of, you know, the empire luke's family is basically taken from him and he leaves his home and leia's planet is destroyed so these two people who are actually brother and sister they have to have stuff destroyed for them right but like i, I know it's like a million people are like no that my and you're right there is an underlying thing there but it's not again we're talking about a movie that when all those people are in it and those like they did a great job, but they've also all admitted that they like, they had no idea that a new hope would be that successful. Like yeah. Mark Hamill said it numerous times where he's like, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't think this would go anywhere. And I'd be back on TV shows at, like the next season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, I mean, that's what I'm referring to. It's like, we have created the fantasy in our heads and it's a great fantasy that like this, family works together as a unit but it's like we never really see it they're like we win but like what what becomes of that family family unit when your connection is only based on destroying evil <laughs> you know what i mean and then evil's gone for 20 years so I, what happens i think the 
the difference between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy in all in all of the respect yeah. is the original trilogy came and there was no basis for anything. There was no history yeah. to it. It was just yeah. this is it. You know, and that's why I think Palpatine works better than Snoke because Palpatine, uh, the Emperor, can appear out of nowhere and be like, "I'm the big bad," and because there's we don't know anything about about the universe, we accept that. But when Snoke comes in, he's like, "I'm the biggest bad." You're like, "But where were you for the last six movies, yeah. and, and the four and the forty years of history in these movies that we know, fifty years, whatever the time, whenever what is it, fifty years between." But whenever the Force Awakens start and uh, and the and Phantom Menace starts, is that like fifty? Whatever many t- the the time in there, yeah, there, is, yeah, and something like that. the sequels and 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 the Last Jedi kind of kind of did a, a bit, you know, with Pal- mentioning Palpatine, but still not enough. Where there's there's a history there, yeah. And those movies you can't and I but I think to J.J. Abrams credit uh, or maybe not credit, but like to, to his point is that I think they were also trying to give it a reboot, right? So they weren't mm. necessarily a sequel, even though it was seven. I think they were also trying to reboot it, which is why it's exactly like a new hope. Cause I think that's what they were kind of going for. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem, the problem with all of it though, is, is, is the minute you are, even if you're a soft reboot, if you call yourself episode seven, that means there's six episodes before you and you have to acknowledge everything that happened in those episodes and everything that you're doing in yours has to tie in to what we saw before. Maybe not like, not like, like, well, remember back and not like that, but like if Snoke is there, you've got to explain to us how he came to like, we have, yeah. like you have to, you can't just be like, well, the emperor didn't need it. That is the lamest BS excuse ever because the emperor yeah. didn't need a backstory. And then George Lucas was like, you know what he does? <laughs> and he did it anyway. But Snoke yeah. does because those movies exist and Kylo Ren's turn. These, we need to know Kylo Ren and his turn because the movies before that exist. And maybe they should have started at 10. <laughs> it's, you know what it is too. It's just like, we can criticize the sequel movies all we want, but then like the Mandalorian does an excellent job of making new stuff of star Wars, but it's like, what's different. Like there's nothing different between these two production outside of like people came in with good ideas and people didn't like this one, but they really like this one. And that's, I, that's the only difference plus the volume, but like, you know <laughs> the volume mean? like is amazing. no, I, well, the, the, the Mandalorian <laughs> is doing one thing that, that I that I that I've always wished the sequels did, and it's just the acknowledgement of what came before. Like they're like there was an empire, it no longer exists, and that's like just that little thread well, that you have. That's what I'm saying. You like that idea? Are you? Oh, no, in, you look. respect that in, that addition of something in the Mandalorian, but, but it's not in that. Yeah. No, no, but it's that's not necessarily what's missing. It's just, but the sequel trilogy. I I really like this. I always sound like I hate it, but I watch it all the time. I do like the sequel trilogy. Force Awakens is, yeah, no, I is know. But, but the Mandalorian and these other shows are not going to retcon them or redo them. But they are going to make the sequel trilogy better. They're going to, and I don't mean better individually. Mm. I mean as a connective for Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, yeah. Because individually, yeah. those movies are great. I love them. They're so much fun. But there is an undoubted disconnect is the only thing i'm saying between them and what came before and granted there is in time frame within the universe and afterwards a giant 20 year gap 
Yeah, yeah. And we are going to explore that now. And that was clearly not the plan from the start. But Disney tripped and fell and luck. They failed forward with this Disney Plus, and they were like, "We could do it." Now. And I think, and that's, and 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 all the stuff that I'm saying for me, for me personally, weakened the sequel trilogy because not everybody's. And I look, if you love it for all the reasons I said I didn't love it, then that's fine. But that's my opinion of, of what I'm saying. I don't even remember. But they are going to have the chance now to do what the Clone Wars did for a lot of people with the prequels. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I love the prequels without the Clone Wars, but a lot of people hated the prequels, and then the Clone Wars are like, "Whoa, that made it." And I think that's gonna they're gonna work that into their their benefit, and it's it's just a great time. Yeah, absolutely right. And it's just <laughs> by the way, Brock. Sorry, but everybody that's yelling at me now, our top ten all time Star Wars moments. I believe of the two of us, I'm the only one that had a sequel trilogy moment in mine uh i think so so haters gonna hate yeah no uh, most mine was like other stuff um yeah i I, like it's like i said from the get-go it's like we could sit here and argue it every single episode but it's just like it's just it's not gonna change because it's like we're not talking about like it's like you don't like Wonder Woman 84? That's fine. It's still a movie. You don't like Tenet? That's fine. It's still a movie. It's not like, you know, you watch The Room and you're like, well, this story doesn't make any sense. Also, the production level on this doesn't make any sense. And it's not, like, at least at the very least, all these Star Wars sequels are like, well, that was a spectacle. I watched it. It was something. They're all good movies. Yeah, exactly. And so. I hate people putting down other people when they... You know, in all three of those movies, people worked their butts off and tried their hardest yeah. and did their yeah, exactly. best. And exactly. and some things in the sequel, I think they really uh, achieved very well. And some of them, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of something to insult the sequels with. But oh, <laughs> what the hell? You know what? Maz's castle. I like those aliens. Just like Canto. I like those aliens better than Canto Bite aliens. Not. I don't want to start a debate. But both of those situations kind of piss me off because we've. I think we got like one maybe toy from Maz's castle, but none from Kanto. But we need alien <laughs> figures because that yeah. is that is where Disney has failed Star Wars the most, actually, Brock. Frankly, is the, the toy merchandising. I don't care about Hux. I don't care about these other stupid human characters. I want no-name alien number seven that I could pretend is Hammerhead because that was a great toy. And they're they're called Thorians, right? Yeah, Thorians. Yeah, no, they're Hammerhead because when you're a kid, it's the Hammerhead. And he has a blue shirt and he's awesome. Well, my net on. <laughs> but like none of that. Like that's what the sequel trilogy misses yeah. more than anything. And we're going back to our first point. Where are the toys? 50th anniversary. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> no, anyway, yeah. they are missing. I think they are. They they are. They should have more of those alien characters as as action figures. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, I mean, Filoni and Favreau, when they're talking about the Mandalorian, they're like, it's like playing with our action figures when we're kids. It's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I can't wait for the kids to have their hucks conversations yeah. i say that because i was at the store 
like six months ago and there was like a thousand hucks figures at the dollar store <laughs> like a thousand huxes a couple roses a thousand hucks. at least put them in like fun clothing you know like remember when the ghostbusters came out and like they're wearing jumpsuits you're like those are fun and then they're like screw it they're wearing these funky stuff have them in funky stuff that's what i'm saying you want to go to the odds Let's do it. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds brought to you and me and James by our Patreons. Wonderful people that think what we do is amazing and I still don't understand why. But that's okay. If you want to support us, come on down to patreon.com slash podcast and become one of the very amazing few people amazing few. amazing people that support us and they are heidi fetter executive producer barry brophy dennis allen mary kristen aton jeff wilson phil staniforth sooner thron scott d josh price matt w rez frank perkins neil lowry d raven spencer cosmic girl zero two gleek play one automated joy disney desi charlotte kayla davis aaron quinton jericho kane denim nerds and the girls with sabers. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for all your support. And uh, as always, let us know your odds in the comments below or in the live chat or email us at rebelscumbags at gmail.com and let us know what your odds are this week. Here we go. Never tell me the odds. Our first odd, will Padme Amidala be mentioned in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show? Will we hear the word, the name, Padme Amidala. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Wow, Hondo. I mean, like you can't like. Assuming that the Obi Wan story more or less starts right after the events of uh, Rise of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith. Um, <laughs> even like, if there wasn't going to be an Anakin or Darth Vader appearance in this or, or if Hayden Christian hadn't been cast to be in this show I'd be like eh, maybe maybe not but he has been so it's just like you can't bring up Anakin and not somehow bring up Padme mm-hmm. so yeah like it's yeah I mean you don't have to I think Ewan McGregor is a good enough actor that you can put him with anything you don't need to mention anything else and it'll be a very good show but like come on the Lords of the Sith book is one of my favorite books, and in it, uh, Vader thinks about Padme quite often. And I think I remember yeah. I talked about how I watched the original trilogy a few years. I guess it was a long time ago. Now they're on VHS. That's how long ago, but it, like a few years ago, and it it was the first time I watched it where the prequels connected with the sequels. And I think a lot of it was the prequels, but also the Lords of the Sith book where you're inside Vader's head. And I think I'm going to go eighty percent because I think you have to. You don't have to, but I think Padme is such a it's a, it's such an important aspect of Anakin that yeah. still lives within Vader, and and I think if you're going to make Vader terrifying today, you humanize him a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and you do that. All right, our next odd. Uh, never tell me the odds. Uh, will the book of Boba Fett feature a Wookiee bounty hunter? Oh, this is a good one. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> this was just for you. Uh, I brought it up when we used to talk about comics a lot more often. Black Christian from uh, Dr. Afra, awesome bounty hunter. He's 
a Wookiee bounty hunter and his fur is all black and it's he's awesome and he's like he's crazy he'll do whatever he wants whenever he wants so he can easily be alive Wookiees live forever so whatever area you put Boba Fett he can exist so for sure uh I'm gonna go oh, full Brock uh, 95%, wow, 95%. I'm going full Brock because <laughs> I I want it I want it really badly I don't know if we're gonna get it but it you know it, what they did with IG Eleven. Um, why not give mm-hmm. it to us? I don't know what that movie's about, but you know Wookies exist, and we haven't seen any in Mandalorian yet. We no. got a ton of them in in Solo, um, and we got a ton of them in Revenge of the Sith. But it would be nice to it would be nice to have a Wookiee bounty hunter. Would you have and him there speak? Is a, hmm? There's a Wookiee Jedi in yes. Rise of the, the, the High Republic. Jedi. Yeah. He's not a he's not a huge part, but he's not a small part, so he's in there. Well, I'm down for it. And our final odd today, well, we got a new canon video game featuring Star Killer. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Star Killer could come back in the <laughs> I hate to say it, some kind of Star Wars multiverse game. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm down for a Star Wars multiverse video game where they could just yeah. let us and have fun. Don't bring that into yeah. the storylines at all, but in a video game, why not? Open it up. Have fun. Yeah, that would actually be pretty sweet. They're like, okay, like uh, 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 all these characters that we thought. I mean, if you were to just take up the characters they made up for Star Wars video games with like Old Republic, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Force Unleashed, um, uh, Shadows of the Empire, uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, whatever. Like, that'd be sweet. And then, of course, you could put like a Cal Kestis in there too. Like, that would be wicked. It, it, it would be, it's not the same thing, but it would be the vibe if you ever played uh, uh, Warriors of Terracassi, whatever, the fight, the Star Wars fighting game from PlayStation mm-hmm. 1, where they just incorporated new they made up new characters and they put in like expanding universe characters and they're like whoa and then they're fighting like street fighter style and you're like what <laughs> so uh, uh uh but featuring star killer i i mean i guess if you make that game then yeah uh i don't think so i think if anything until we get a new a new uh company making a star wars game that will come out i think cal kestis is like our character that they're gonna yeah. stick with or something in that same vein i don't know i guess star killer is no different from an iden versio or cal kestis so so yeah i'm gonna go 30 percent on this i'm gonna go 63 percent, and i don't Damn. think it'll be the same i i, I think it'll be sam Whitworth. But I think it'll be a different Star Killer, and they'll redo it, and it'll be like a, he'll have a different purpose yeah, yeah. than he did, and it won't be it won't be um, Force Unleashed three. It'll be something something something, and Star Killer will be a, a character in it. Because I, I, I mean, he um, you know what though? I'm saying that, but Star Killer base kind of ruins Star Killer. You yeah, know what? Screw true. it. Everyone's name is Ren in Star Wars nowadays, anyway. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna stick with sixty three percent because I, I, you know, I'd like to see Sam Witwer back as a fun character. You can have fun. A multiverse game show, their multiverse game would be so much fun. Like, like you said, just I mean, not everything has to be canon. Just throw it all in and just have fun. Just open the doors. 
Um, but you know, with the, the new video games coming out and Star Wars, Lucasfilm Arts is back as Star Wars games or whatever. I'm just do it, man. Just do it. Yeah, sixty-three. All right, you ready for Hollow News? Absolutely. Here we go Wait, over let's the do it. Hollow News. Da 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 da. Hollow. Da, 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 da. You know what? I'm a really good singer, and I don't have to take anyone's crap for this. So, Hollow News. My mic is off. You're welcome. Hollow News. The news you need to know right now. As mentioned earlier in the show, Super Bowl Sunday just happened, and. That night, last Sunday, Star Wars fans were jumping onto Twitter to voice their appreciation for the Super Bowl halftime show. Toronto's own The Weeknd was the performer and wowed the viewers at home. But Star Wars fans began to notice a similarity, a running theme in his show. Many were tweeting that his opening choir looked like Jawas and his red blazer dancers looked like Tusken Raiders. The performance was even dubbed by the uh, dubbed the Star Wars marching band on Twitter. And as usual, Mark Hamill got involved tweeting, backing vocals from halftime show provided by the Star Wars Jawas. Hashtag Super Bowl. If you didn't see it, must check it out. Weekend, the weekend did a great job, and it's just a really good spectacle. Really cool to see something like that occurring even during these trying times. So check it out on YouTube. As also mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, Daisy Ridley has revealed her personal connection to Rey in an exclusive excerpt from an upcoming book that looks back at the making of the sequel trilogy. Star Wars The Age of Resistance, the official collector's edition book, will be released by Titan Comics on March 9th and is available for pre-order now on Amazon and Forbidden Planet. The book features exclusive interviews with the cast and crew to chronicle the making of the sequel trilogy alongside behind-the-scenes photography and, uh, and production art. We've got an exclusive look at the race section, which sees Ridley reflect on her first experience. Uh, Daisy Ridley says, family is what Star Wars is all about. The family thing translated everywhere, even on set. It felt like a family. It's the feeling of bonding every, it's the feeling of bonding everywhere. Ray is trying to find her place in this world in the same way I was trying to find my place in the world. The similarities were really nice because I felt so welcomed and taken in and people seemed to care how I felt. That translated into Ray. She suddenly had these people who cared about her, and she is, was finding her place within that. So that's very exciting. Perhaps this book can change your mind on the sequel trilogy, but either way, check it out March 9th. Go pre-order now, but I'm sure you'll be able to find it in most book places that sell books. Sebastian Stan, we all love to talk about how much he looks like, like Luke Skywalker. Well. Uh, someone on YouTube using deepfake technology was able to digitally place Stan's face over Mark Hamill's in the original Star Wars footage, subsequently placing it side by side with said original footage to compare the CGI edit of Stan's face with Hamill's from the movie. As you, as we might have remembered from a few weeks ago, that there was a Millie Bobby Brown as Princess Leia. YouTuber, YouTuber Strider HD regularly creates stunning clips like this by employing deepfake. Uh, if you check, if you go to his channel or even just go on YouTube and search St Sebastian Stan is Luke Skywalker and then in brackets, deepfake, you can see it. It's pretty impressive. And that's not even an actual actor doing that. It's a computer just translating a face into something else. 
That's wild. What a time to be alive. This has been your Hollow News. Hollow News is brought to you by Kyber Crystal Kybers. Red, blue, green, and maybe purple. So, Erin right now, by the way, she's been playing Fallen Order all day. <laughs> and she's she's pretty good at it. She's playing it all. She's playing all, without me. I don't even know what's going on. I'm going to have to play it on my own now. Great. <laughs> um, she's playing it. So, I, I, I as, as you know, I got like the super duper ultimate version where it gave you like a yellow lightsaber. I don't freaking know. So, anyway, I got this. I had the orange or yellow lightsaber, whatever color it was. And I'm like, I'm using that one because I think I paid for it. I'm not sure. <laughs> and uh, I was playing it then. I yeah, uh, during the Super Bowl the other day, I was uh, I was making tacos, so I was cooking in the in the kitchen. And uh, she started playing, and also I come on, I'm like, "What? Your lightsaber's blue?" She goes, "Yeah, I changed it to blue." I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, what?" But but I I picked yellow. She's well, I wanted blue. And then I saw her use it, and I text you, and I was like, "Damn it, it's so Star Wars." <laughs> like it it felt it's weird, but for me, it just felt. A lot more like Star Wars <laughs> when she was using the blue lightsaber <laughs> than when it was yellow. I'm like, damn it, you're right. So uh, she's using the, but she she probably beat it by now. I have it's like apparently it takes 25 hours to beat. Uh, she does yeah, look okay. for every like hidden clue, and I look for the exit. That's the di- <laughs> that's the difference between when she gets mad when I have. So she gives me the controller sometimes like to kill the bad guys, but I'm like, where's the end of the level? She goes. Well, no, you have to get. I'm like, I don't care about that. She goes, but you know, I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, no, I don't. It's like when I play Mario games now, and they're like, did you collect all the coins? Did I beat Bowser? Yes. Is the princess safe? Yes. Game over. That's how. That's how I play games. She goes back and finds all the hidden yeah. gems, and that's what she has fun. I have fun hitting the A button and running, or B button and running as fast as humanly possible through a level. It's a good game, cool. though. It's Fallen Order is a good story, though, is what I'll say. Like, from what I've yeah, gathered from it, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, top five has nothing to do with that. But <laughs> today's Woo. top five. Top five, what is this? Top five characters we would like to see as or in Rangers of the New Republic, that show that was announced that we know very little about. Uh, but this is excluding Cara Dune, who may or may not be fired from Star Wars, but who gives a crap uh, because if she's yeah. in it, it's kind of a gimme, and if she's not, it's because of her Twitter stuff. So, whatever. Cara Dune is excluded from this list. Too obvious. So, anyway, top five characters we would like to see as potentially in the Rangers of the New Republic show. I'm going to start off with a character from the Aftermath books. We already got one named Cobb Ooh. Vanth, but I'm going to go with Singer Rathvelis. Um, is a character from Aftermath. Uh, he, I believe he rescues a Wookiee in one of them or something. I was going to choose the Cracktooth, I think was the Wookiee's name. Um, but I'm going to pick uh, Singer because, I've, I mean, it could have been any of the characters except for Nora Wexley, whose death is faked way too often, who, by the way, is, uh, is Snap Wexley's mother, Brock, just saying so if you didn't know yeah. that. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Singer as my number five. Um... My number five is Tracker Wolf, a.k.a. Dave Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went there. <laughs> I don't know about him being in a, as a main character in a show. I don't think he, I think he'd be like, I'm not doing it. Oh, right. Main character. Yeah, whatever. Could you have him in a, <laughs> no, just keep it. It's fun. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. he wears a cowboy hat when he's not wearing an X-Wing pilot helmet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like a Cad Bane style. Yes. 
I'm all in. I'm liking this. Uh, my number four, there's two of them because it's a married couple. You got Shara Bay and Kess Dameron. If Ooh, ever you were going to have Poe Dameron's parents mm. show up, this is when you want it. Sure, they exist, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've retconned yeah. Return of the Jedi, so uh, Kess Dameron's in it. But who cares? No one cares. But people will care when they're in a show. Put them in Rangers of the New Republic. I haven't been reading the comics, but it seems like uh, the Dameron's are pretty big characters in the new ongoing Star Wars in some format. Like, uh, so that's cool. I keep seeing them pop into things. Awesome. Uh, my number four, Canada's own Paul Sun Young Lee. Yes, you went there. I, I stayed I away. His name right. Captain Carson Teva. I mean, without him, you kind of don't get this. It was like, what is uh, Rangers of the New uh-huh. Republic, and you're like, oh, that's and that's why four and five are just those two guys. <laughs> uh, I guess technically I could have added um, Deborah Chow as well because they like she's a yeah. and uh, Rick I can't Rick Fuku Fuk- Fuk- yeah yeah because they're all of those things. So I was like, yeah, I mean, There's I gave this Republic. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic is like a cop show. That's what I'm getting from. It's literally <laughs> just directors playing X-Wing pilots. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> genius. How- my yeah. my number three is uh, all mine have been in books basically because like, comic books I'm counting as books here but uh, Thane Kyrell from Lost Stars uh, is oh. my number three. Thane Kyrell, the redhead, bring the gingers to Star Wars. Let's go. Yep. Gingers. Well, what about people with magenta hair? I'm gonna go Holdo. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! That's right. a, wow, nice. Are you trying to tell me they don't want to put Laura Dern in something? Laura Dern, right? Yeah. yeah. But could they, they'd have to de-age her though? Yeah, whatever. I'd do it. Laura <laughs> Dern. Mark Hamill back into a Star Wars people TV show. Can, they can it's do true. Anything. People can say whatever they want about Holdo and the Last Jedi, but Laura Dern brought class and a fantastic performance to that role. Like, yeah. like A-list material there. Fantastic performance uh, by Lord. And I liked Holdo. I thought Holdo was great. I thought the Holdo maneuver was fantastic. And it was a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. My number two, he, I mean, he'd probably die halfway through the series or the first season, but I'm going to go with Captain Rex. In, yeah, in Return of the Jedi, Tomorrow Morrison is all in on Star Tomorrow Morrison is going to be the face of Star Wars soon. He's just like, just put him in every show on Disney Plus that has Star Wars in the name. Bring in Captain Rex with a big, white, bushy beard. Come on, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is a real cop-out, but I'm saying it. Leia, put her in there. <laughs> Leia was almost uh, in there. And I look, Leia makes so Leia shows up in Lost Stars and makes complete sense. And I think yeah. I don't think it's a cop out at all. I think Leia makes complete sense. Nice. My number one, the only character that needs to show up in this show is someone who needs to be redeemed. The character needs redemption. The actor playing the character needs redemption. And that is, you bring back... Do you know who put together the Republic? The, the Rangers? This Rangers, this motley crew of, of Rangers? Do you know who put them together, Brock? Jar Jar Binks. 
He is the Nick Fury of the Rangers of the New Republic. You bring in Ahmed Best. You bring in Jar Jar. That's my number one. I while you were saying that, I was like, is he gonna say Iden Versio? I'm like, maybe. That would be Iden Versio would be a great pick. That would be a great pick. Uh Interesting that you chose Jar Jar Binks because I have the original Jar Jar Binks as my number one, Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I almost put you on my list. <laughs> the yeah. original Jar Jar. I don't know if that's... Or like Jar Jar is the new Chewbacca mm. or was attempting to be the new, Char- new Chewbacca as in like here's our yeah. motley crew of people and then <laughs> a weird creature. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, Chewie Chew, Chew and Leia almost made my list. Uh, at one point, I had Lando on my list. Um, I think Lando would be fun. Because I think there's got to be a moment of Lando where Lando's kind of like, okay, I'm in on this. And then he's like, you know what? No, I'm not in yeah. on that anymore. But he goes away with Luke at some point. So who knows? That would be a fun yeah, show to yeah. watch, too. It's Luke and Lando on a mission doing, doing whatever. I'd watch that. I'd watch them all. All right. Well, 202 episodes. How about that? Wow. I can't believe we've done it. Nope, me neither. Nope. <laughs> uh, all right, you want to get out of here? Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Uh, check out High Republic. Almost done. Uh, Claudia Gray's Into the Dark. Pretty cool. Pretty it, totally different from Rise of or Light of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll get all these titles yes, straight in my head. But uh, um, yeah, check it out. And you, cool. you and Andrew uh, are going to do a, a show talking about all the books. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure Andrew's already done the book. He's he sent me a his review of the Claudia Gray book today, <laughs> so it'll probably be up. But you guys will do a full discussion, yeah. which I'm looking forward to hearing because I haven't read them yet. But I'm curious how they play out. All right, um, look for that. He's Brock. I'm James. But what makes him different from me is he was always scum. Rebel scum. <laughs> <laughs>